Welcome back to another episode of Fast Casual Nation. As you guys know, we really drill down into the business of Fast Casual here on this podcast. And one of the things we like to do from time to time is kind of go deep into areas that you as an operator are facing as a challenge. And one of those is technology. And technology, of course, is kind of rampant in the industry in terms of development, a lot of changes happening. But there are some key areas that are really showing up in our trend reports that are kind of indicating where the industry is going. I'm your host today. My name is Paul Barron. And of course, you guys, uh, if you are out there on uh, and following Fast Casual, you kind of know the game here and what we are all about. Uh, but today I want to jump into the topic of really kind of what you are going to have to do as a restaurant operator to prepare for growth in 2021 and beyond. And with me today, I've got Mr. Travis Bickham, who is the VP of Marketing at BirdEye. Great to have you, Travis. Thanks, Paul. It's great to be here. I'm excited for the conversation. Now, Travis, you were on a session with our uh, Food Tech 21 event, a great event. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys really got into some very detailed approaches with one of your uh, your, your customers. And you kind of drilled down into the whole approach of what BirdEye is about. But for those who have not seen that, tell us a little about what BirdEye does and kind of what your focus in the food service sector is. Yeah, definitely. So I think the easiest way to think about BirdEye is we're the experience marketing platform for multi-location businesses. So whereas in 2006, 2007, uh, brands controlled experiences. You would put out billboards, send out mailers to try to drive footfall into your establishment. Now, beginning about 2019, you know, experiences started to control brands, meaning that people were, you know, reviewing, recommending, um, choosing basically completely outside of traditional marketing channels. And mm-hmm. what this did is it forced uh, restaurants and really all businesses to be responsive to that conversation shifting to the customers. And so by putting those customers first, you know, we've kind of moved into the area of experience marketing and that's what BirdEye enables through our platform. Now you guys do other verticals, uh, obviously food service is one of the major ones. So you've got, you've got experience in a lot of different categories, which is always right. beneficial to food service because you can learn so much from different marketplaces. And I know a lot of operators from time to time will look at retail, they'll look at medical, mm-hmm. you know, financial, all these different areas. Because in some cases, you're picking up great customer service tactics or ways right. to really kind of improve that guest experience, uh, which is uh, what I find intriguing about your company and, and how you guys are doing that. I want to break down into uh, one of the challenges that operators are facing the most, and that is dealing with their reputation, the reviews online, all of the inbound onslaught of consumer feedback they're, they're getting today. When you look at that for an operator, and restaurants obviously are probably, I would wager, one of the, the largest in terms of just flow of content. What are some of the biggest things that you're finding that your product is actually answering in terms of a solution for these operators that are getting that kind of, you know, that kind of feedback? Yeah, no, it, it is such a key question. So, I mean, to touch on what you just said, we're, we're working with over 60,000 businesses now uh, across the country, you know, a lot of verticals. And so we get the opportunity to really see what's working and what's not. And, you know, there, there's two core issues I see a lot of people solving. You know, one of those is customer acquisition and the fact that review volume keeps going up and up and up, referrals as well. And that's a channel that needs managed by your business, mm-hmm. right, to be successful. Right. 
But then the flip side is what all those reviews and referrals are based on is the actual in-store physical experience. And so we're seeing a lot of people who are you know, either owners or chief marketing officers or just the lead on this going from really just being acquisition focused to being experience focused because they do need to control for those reviews and that reputation management. And then you put the two of those together and it creates this flywheel. So you're getting more people yeah. in the door, creating better experiences and so on and so forth. And that's you know turning customer delight into revenue. So some of the big trends we've seen are uh, using data, right? I think 2020 mm-hmm. showed us that there's no such thing as, as a digital holdout anymore. You're either now a digital business or you're not in business. And so yeah. I saw a lot of people embracing, you know, how they can get to know their customers using software. You know, two is going the extra mile and understanding that you're no longer just competing with the person across the street or down the road. If customers are interacting with all of these businesses through their phones or their computers, you're sort of competing against your whole metropolitan area because right. people can right. order food from wherever, right? Or, you know, they can, uh, you know, get in the car and drive, right? It's no longer about where you're working next to. And then the third thing, just tying all of this together, is actually empowering their teams to do this at scale, right? If you're going to invest mm-hmm. in digital, you might as well do it right and, you know, let people start to make an impact. So all of the automation that platforms like BirdEye enable you to do, you know, just makes a good thing that much better once you put it in. I want to I want to drill down into BirdEye because uh, in, in most of our viewers, listeners, you know, today they're probably dealing with this as a big challenge in their own business, and being able to address these is is very key. When you look at this transformation that has occurred in the restaurant industry in terms of adoption on on digital and and just technology in general, especially with kind of tying all the pieces together, because one of the challenges the industry has had over time, over the last maybe decade or so is this whole integration problem, being able to get POS to work with right. your online e-commerce system to your third-party delivery. I mean, even t- still today, third-party delivery has a problem interfacing. So you see these tablets running rampant in a restaurant. For BirdEye's application, um, how deep can you guys go to really address that CRM customer relationship management scenario that the, the restaurant industry so badly needs? Right, right. That is such a key issue. Um, so we do integrate with over a thousand CRMs. So it's something we've thought a lot about, of you know, how to make yep. this easy for people. But I think kind of more importantly is actually to have this conversation, you know, with yourself or, or internally and saying, what's our source of truth, right? Because at BirdEye, we, we talk about this a lot, the customer experience needs a source of truth. And so while it's really important to integrate with the CRM, with your mobile app, with all of this other stuff, the big conversation you need to be having is, you know, what are the relevant pieces of data that you need to tie together and where do all of those live? So, mm-hmm. for example, in BirdEye, what we do is we actually score the overall customer experience across every interaction that customer ever has with you in all of your channels, whether that is in your app, whether that's chatting with someone in your store, whether that's a review they left. And so we're solving for this problem of fragmentation. Right. That's one way to do it. And right. kind of what we've found to be very helpful. But I do think that the key here is investing in digital doesn't help you that much unless you're able to get all of that data flowing through the whole system. And, you know, when I say data, people think, OK, this sounds complicated. It's actually not like as a user, really, what you're doing is just saying, I want to be able to talk to all of my customers on all channels at the right time. 
that's the problem mm-hmm. you're solving for. And so that's always our starting point. Yeah, I like that approach because that is one of the more uh, big, I guess, well, actually, it's probably the biggest challenge when you talk about tech with it for an operator is the complexity of it for them to deploy it in their business. So um, so with BirdEye, I've got kind of access to all the different feedback loops that are occurring in the digital sphere uh, of mm. customers, whether they're on social or are over on a rating app or on Google, all those different areas. Um, how deep do you go with when when I say I've got this information I'm on a BirdEye platform or uh, you know dashboard, how deep can I go with really drilling down into that customer and being able to engage with them? Can I actually do my response to the rating that they gave me right there within the platform? Right. I mean, that is that is the most important thing, and. It's having these inbound customer experience capabilities, which, you know, there's a lot of do that. And, you know, I did a job of putting all that together on one platform and making it really easy, but that's only half the battle, right? Because you need to apply those learnings. And I think in terms as a marketer, obviously, of an outbound campaign, hey, we've learned all uh, this, okay. you know, we, you know, this energy pool has had experience, this didn't have experience, and this percentage of people don't know who we are. So we need to be talking to all of them in very different ways and on very different channels. And that's one of the core things that experience marketing uh, brings into the fold. And that's the ability to go out with, you know, referral requests, emails, um, you know, digital advertising, really anything you think of as traditional marketing can now be informed by that experience marketing data. And so I Mm. think that that is like the number one salient point I would encourage you know, people to think about in terms of, hey, the world's changed and now these experiences are so important. What does that mean beyond wanting to do better? It means your source of revenue is reacting to those experiences. And so yeah, it's absolutely sure. critical that you can go out and run a campaign based on that. Yeah, I would think that this also is going to enhance a certain level of, of loyalty back yeah. to the brand or the restaurant operator themselves of having that kind of connectivity with your customer. Which is, you know, right now I think everybody's in the, you know, the throes of trying to format their tech stack and get their restaurant in space. Because it's kind of, you know, last year everybody was throwing Band-Aids on everything, Mm -hmm. you know, just because it was just a massive shift. But now I think there's a lot more strategy, at least with the operators and CEOs I talk to. It's a very cognizant move. They're very intentional on where they're going with their strategy and how to interface to this new consumer. When you look at that, with all this kind of demand hitting the market, what kind of trends do you see? And I'll, I'll look at two categories. One, fast casual, obviously, and then QSR, you know, fast food. So you got drive-through experiences, all those kind of fast, more fast-paced experiences that are occurring. What do you see in terms of trends from a consumer standpoint in those two categories? Right. Well, I think one is that, you know, both of those segments did a lot better than, than a lot of other places last year, right? Right. The ability right. to um, be highly accessible, kind of regardless of what the climate is, I think was really important, right? Obviously, there were headwinds to that, but, you know, expecting that to bounce back. And we're seeing that in our customer base, right? Actually, pretty substantial growth. You know, we have fast casual customers that typically saw something like 2% increase in turnover month on month. Now, actually, you know, post-COVID or coming to the tail end of it, hopefully, they're seeing 10% month on month. And that's because so much demand is starting to come back online. And while other options may still be off limits, you know, they're in play. So that's been good. You know, two is there's been a pretty massive consumer shift to mobile. 
right? So whereas in the past, we often, you know, chose where to dine, where to shop, where to do anything based on what was convenient next to our office, next to our home, where we were traveling, that doesn't exist anymore because we're all fairly stationary. So if we're going to go out, we're going to research on our mobile device, you know, maybe a computer, most likely a cell phone. And so the information on your listings, your reviews, uh, anything online has become that much more important. And then the third major trend we're seeing is, you know, the stakes are higher, so to speak, right? Things that used to feel very normal feel more luxurious now. And mm-hmm. so we see people actually putting more research into their decisions, whether that's yeah. a purchase decision or just, you know, where to go and have lunch, right? Mm-hmm. So if you combine, you know, this concept of demand coming back online with mobile being important for research and people really wanting to get it right, it just shows that the stakes are higher and higher for your overall digital experience. Yeah. Some trends we're tracking uh, are indicating or at least showing signs of life in the industry that there could be kind of a renaissance occurring. Um, and dare I say that, you know, maybe this was uh, un- unfortunately a needed thing for the industry to kind of downsize a little bit, prepar- prepare the industry from a technology standpoint to deal with this growth. But what we've seen is the pickup in uh, digital transactions, mm-hmm. takeout delivery, all that, loyalty, all of these have lifted, at least in the top brands. If you go and look at the top of the market, almost all of the top brands are uh, comping in a positive way, maybe a small positive way, but in some cases, maybe even up to double digit. This kind of leans toward your point, and that is that this could be a huge growth area for the industry, providing that you have kind of the tech tools in place to deal with this you know, this feedback loop that you're going to be dealing with, because obviously you can quickly hurt your reputation if you don't deal with that. Are you guys looking at this as an opportunity of being able to kind of uh, help the industry bridge that gap to the next level? And if I'm sure you are, but in doing that, what's the number one asset that, say, BirdEye brings to the table that would say, all right, this is going to help you get to you know, point X down there based on all this new growth opportunity. Right, right. So definitely something that, you know, we're thinking about and and really passionate about. And I don't want to, you know, oversell anything here, but kind of in in the depths of the pandemic, knowing that our business was helping other businesses to stay open, I think was really powerful and motivating for, for everyone who worked here. So kind of, you know, taking that concept, how that actually manifests itself is, is really three things. It's, we help businesses be found, be chosen, and then ultimately be the best version of themselves. And so, you know, kind of like that first step of getting it right digitally is being found. And so what mm-hmm. I would point to there is, you know, what BirdEye helps is actually making sure all of your data is accurate on, you know, Google, for example, yeah. where a lot of people are discovering what restaurants to go to and then getting the right reviews there. So you're ultimately, you know, you're showing up, you're in the conversation and then you can be chosen, right? That That's the ground floor for a lot of people. And what we saw in 2020 was everyone's just trying to get that right because it was it was table stakes. Now in 2021, yeah. I think where we're going and you know where I would steer the conversation would be uh, what happens when you are being found and you are being chosen and you're ready to be the mm. best. And mm. uh, that's when this experience marketing conversation comes into play. And, and it's all about highlighting the good work you're doing letting people know you're available and ready for business and uh, that you're safe too, right? You know, the messages aren't just promotional, they're also reassuring. And so tying all of that together, 
is where I really see kind of this digital change going in 2021. Yeah, I, li- I like that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about kind of uh, one of the trends uh, in the area of digital brands, ghost kitchens, mm-hmm. uh, virtual brands, so to speak. Yeah. One of the challenges in, in, in many discussions I've had is that uh, operators are concerned without a, a physical footprint, you kind of lose that brand affinity. Yeah. So it really relies on online. Um, right. With that being the case, and you were trying to consult a, a ghost kitchen right now today, right. what would be some of the things they need to be on the lookout for to make sure they can grow without that physical, you know, that physical attribute that most restaurants have? Right. Well, I think in my own life, some of my favorite restaurants are, are actually terrible at digital marketing, but I love them because whenever I go in there, you know, smiling faces, great food, right. you know, shared right. experiences over years. You don't have that to rely on uh, with yeah. a virtual brand or, or a ghost kitchen. And and so you do have to think about the only experience a customer is having with you is through their screen. And so where, you know, in the past, you might be able to make up for being subpar on that. Now that's their whole world. And so you need to think about your entire flow of how does that person find you? Once they do find you, are they able to get what they're looking for? Can they transact quickly? Uh, do they feel good about you know what you're kind of positioning yourself as? Is it clear? So all of these things that we used to be able to make up for with human touch now have to be done digitally. So you know that's the first thing is just really put yourself in the mind of the customer and and walk through what their experience would be and, and ask yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, is this answering all the questions I need answered? Do I feel confident in what I'm doing? And does it feel like the best choice? If the answer is yes, great. That's step one. Step two is now amplify that, right? So you need to definitely invest in your online reputation. You need to invest in being discoverable, right? I think, you know, local SEO on a global scale is something we talk a lot about, right? You're obviously competing, you know, not just with the people down the street, like we talked about earlier. So making yeah. sure you're showing up in the right places at the right time and also to the right people. So it actually mm-hmm. becomes kind of more like marketing a, a traditional, you know, digital business, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that that presents a ton of opportunities, but also a little bit of a different mindset. Travis, uh, so technology companies have kind of flooded the zone here in the industry. And a lot of times operators are kind of struggling to figure out who the best players are before the show started. You know, you had mentioned that you guys have just a ton of uh, engineers and developers that are really, you know, focused in on driving a great product. Is there anything you can share with us that are maybe new developments or cutting edge elements of the BirdEye offering that could be out there to help operators in making a decision going in this direction? Yeah. Paul, for you, I'll, I'll tell you the whole roadmap, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no, all joking aside, I think what is most exciting uh, in the last few months and is really starting to come on market now is this concept of an experience score. So in the past, we okay. would you know send surveys to someone, you know, how was how was your experience? What could we do to improve? And then based on that, that would be kind of a static, hey, this person is a four out of five, right? Until their next visit and we pull them again. With experience score, what we're doing is we're taking all the interactions someone has with your brand, whether they're chatting you on the website, ordering through your app, all the interactions they're having physically coming into a location, how much did they purchase, right? Did they return anything? Putting all of that together and using artificial intelligence 
to normalize it and give you a one through 10 score of where that customer is at that time. And so yeah. today, Paul, you might be a five. Tomorrow, you might be an eight. Next week, you could be a two because that's just the nature of interacting with people, right? right? But yep. nowhere yep. else in the world does that visibility exist. So imagine you know exactly what all of your customers uh, want to hear or need to hear at any given point. And then that also exists within a platform where you can do outbound marketing to them. And so if right. someone goes from a seven to a two, I want to react to that. And I'm immediately exactly. reaching out to that person to try to fix their experience, create a ticket, you know, solve their problem. If someone uh -huh. goes from a five to a 10, I'm immediately reaching out and asking them to refer their friends or write a review, Bingo. right? Yeah. Because yeah. these are the opportunities that allow us to really take market share. And so I think experience score is, is one of the biggest breakthroughs I've seen in this industry in a very long time. That's going to be interesting because I, I, I think you're dead on there is this could o o really offer some very unique personalized and customized mm -hmm. messaging, pla you know, strategies for brands to really yeah. amp up. And, and that's where you get these, you know, huge, loyal, raving brand fans exactly. when you can kind of capture them at the right moment uh, if it's a good experience. If it's a bad experience, maybe you've just saved a customer, exactly. which is, you know, when you're in a restaurant, you know, the GM's kind of floating around. He knows when someone's having a bad day and maybe had a bad experience. <laughs> right. You can kind of go over to that table and save it. Yeah. But on digital, you don't know that. Right. You, just, you just don't have that kind of, uh, you know, that look or, or scope into kind of that customer's uh, well-being at the time that they interfaced with your online ordering, for sure. Exactly. I, exactly. I love so that. Imagine you, imagine you can go to every single table across everyone who's ever interacted with your business and yep. you, you do it all day, every day. It's like having yeah. an infinite number of GMs sitting at everyone's own kitchen table. Interesting. So I want to deploy BirdEye in my, uh, my, my business. Do I need someone that is highly technical? Is this something that my social media team could do? Where would be the person that would interface with the BirdEye dashboard or, or product come from? Where would be the best kind of individual to kind of manage that for me if I was Right. We, we usually start deploying. either working with an executive team or a marketing team, right? Because they're the ones very much thinking about market share, customer experience, we do have about 10% of our customer base that sits on, you know, the, the client service, client success side of the house, even operations. Okay. So we can be a little bit agnostic about it, but the problems that we solve kind of dictate who we talk to. And we solve for, yeah. you know, getting more customers, creating better experiences and controlling your brand. And so it's wherever that sits within your business is, is who we're going to end up talking to. And, and lots of times that is marketing or, or an owner or an executive. And in terms of implementing it, you know, we too work with all sorts of businesses across uh, across the country, but they're all multi-location businesses for the most part. Right. And so mm -hmm. we're used to dealing with varying levels of sophistication, right? Maybe we're talking to the corporate department at BMW and they're highly sophisticated, but we mm -hmm. also work with the oil chain shop down the street. And so yeah. we're, we're very comfortable with all of that and we'll meet you where you are. And the software is very much consumer grade. So if you can use email, you can use BirdEye. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there it is. That's easy to deploy. Travis, last question for you. And that is, uh, you guys mentioned a little about the usage of AI. And mm -hmm. I'm finding more and more tech moving in this direction. Do you feel like the industry is there? 
on being able to deploy AI applications and you know strategies to where it's really going to make a, a big difference on their business? Or are we still uh, maybe a year or two away? Well, we're definitely there uh, in terms of what we want it to do today. I think where we're not there is AI is not going to replace people. It's not going to create yeah. delightful experiences that, that only a human can facilitate. But what it can do is, is handle these massive amounts of data that come in yeah. when you start tracking right. all this stuff and help make sense of it. So the role of AI today is to make humans' jobs easier and, and give them the right information to react to. But I do think it is critical that you still you know, have a human uh, putting that face on your business, right? Yeah, so I, I don't sure. see AI replacing marketing teams, but I do see AI making them much more successful in terms of getting the right message to the right person at the right time. But if it's me and it's my business, I still want to make sure you know someone has crafted that and looked at it and done a good job with it. Yeah, for sure. Travis Bickham, of course, VP of Marketing over at BirdEye. Great having you on the show today, Travis. I love diving into this stuff because I think uh, customer relationship management, kind of this whole rating element, especially this new customer score that you've got, I think is going to be very intriguing to watch in the coming uh, months and years. So thanks for stopping in. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a great one, Paul. Okay. All right. So all of you guys listening in to the podcast over on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, wherever you might be getting your podcast from, the number one way you can give us feedback is give us a rating, kind of like what we're talking about right here with BirdEye. That's how we understand what you want for the show. And it's also a great way for us to kind of get a connection with you in case you have someone that you would like to have on Fast Casual Nation. Just shoot us an email to producer at foodabletv.com or you can hit me up on Twitter at Paul Barron. We'll catch you next time right here on Fast Casual Nation.